Hi everyone, this is Austin Carty. I'm the pastor of Boulevard Baptist Church in Anderson, South Carolina. And I come to you today with what I hope is a word of encouragement. And it's a word of encouragement that picks up where I left off in uh, a video recording I did on Saturday, uh, which was on the connective power of prayer. Uh, I mentioned that I'd been reflecting on that because of the outpouring of um, support and the notes that I received from so many uh, last week about my son Wit and how uh, in his sickness that folks were, were praying for him. Uh, first, I'm happy to report that, that he is uh, almost back to his usual self. His fever is gone. Um, his cough is nearly gone and um, his energy is back up. And I have no doubt that uh, before I finish this recording, you will hear him uh, screaming uh, or laughing in the background, along with my other children. Um, that is just the reality of recording these things from home. Uh, but so in, in thinking about um, how moved I was to receive notes from so many different people about how they were praying for my son, Wit, uh, so many of those from folks that I haven't heard from in ages, in some cases 25 years, uh, it made me think about how prayer not only connects us across physical distances, but connects us across um, spans of time as well. Uh, and, and, and I really thought about that a lot. And um, maybe that seems really obvious to you, and maybe as a pastor that ought to be obvious to me, uh, but it struck me in a way that, that I hadn't really thought about it before. And in fact, it made me think about uh, the notion of quantum entanglement, uh, or at least made me think about it in, in, in the little way that I, that I understand how that is, or how that works and what that is. Um, but the basic idea there is that, that two particles separated um, literally the distance of, of, of the entire expanding universe um, were one particle to be acted upon, uh, the, the particle uh, to which it is mysteriously entangled uh, receives an immediate effect uh, and vice versa. Um, and how this is, we don't know. I certainly don't know. Uh, but our best physicists tell us that it is in fact true. And I think there's something really beautiful about this. And I think that if, if we uh, look at it carefully, it has a deep uh, implication for what happens when, when we're praying for one another. Uh, I think in many ways this is resonant with what the Apostle Paul is saying when he writes to the church in Rome that we often don't know what it is that we should be praying for. Uh, but if we just commit ourselves to prayer, then, then God intercedes for us uh, that God's Spirit intercedes for us, uh, the text says, with words uh, too deep to utter. That's um, a beautiful turn of phrase. And I think that if ever there were a time where um, we need to be able to trust in our capacity uh, to pray for one another uh, with words that are too deep to utter, now, now's the time. Um, for everyone uh, who was praying by name for my family and for my son last week, I, 
I have no doubt that there were legions uh, who were praying uh, but have never met me or my family or my son, uh, but whose prayers had some kind of effect on my son in the same way that quantum entanglement works, in the same way that the Apostle Paul describes prayer working. Um, uh, I believe this is true, and uh, I think now it's, it's a more important time than ever to believe this to be true, um, because there are such deep needs in the world right now. Um, there are folks literally dying around the world right now because of this virus. Uh, there are people, uh, if not um, dying from it, who are deeply ill with it. Uh, there are people uh, who, because of the isolation that um, it's caused uh, so many of us to, to undergo, people that are feeling profound loneliness. Uh, there are people uh, that this pandemic has, has already caused to lose jobs. There are people uh, terrified that they will soon be losing jobs. Um, the implications that this moment has uh, and the needs um, that it that it lends um, the, the need for prayer uh, that this moment lends itself to are, are just too too vast to go into. Um, and then sometimes it can feel like uh, just praying in a blanket way uh, for these things, for those uh, facing economic insecurity, for those who've lost their jobs, for those who are sick, for those uh, who have just lost uh, loved ones. Uh, if we don't know those people by name, sometimes that can just feel like uh, such an impersonal prayer that it almost has no meaning. Uh, and so my encouragement tonight would be to keep praying nonetheless. Pray for those uh, we know. Pray for those uh, that that we know that we haven't spoken to in, 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 in years. Uh, those we haven't seen in, in such long times, but pray also uh, for those simply in the categories that we know people need prayer. And don't be uh, overwhelmed by the fact that we don't have names and faces for those things because um, God's Spirit does intercede in ways too deep uh, for utterances. We are entangled in ways that we uh, simply cannot fathom. Um, so my encouragement tonight, in these days to come, carve out five minutes of uninterrupted prayer time. Uh, pray for those you know by name. Pray for those needs you know by their particular needs. And then just pray for our world. This is an opportunity for us to remember just how deeply connected we really are as human beings. I invite you to pray for five minutes each day. May it be so. I promise I'll be joining with you. Perhaps we are entangled, you and I, in a mysterious way that we will never know. Amen.